0: Hey, it's Chris. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I've got a few interesting things to tell you about. Number one, I'm going to be headed to Detroit for the unveiling of a new electric SUV. I can't tell you what it is for now, but it's a new opportunity and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Of course, I'm not known as a a car channel or a car guy or car enthusiast, although I guess you wouldn't know. I actually do really like cars. I do really like electric cars. Less for environmental reasons and more for like, whoa, they're fast uh, and they're fun to drive and they're new. It's like new tech. It's like the next wave of things. You know, I saw somebody, it was was Mike, um, the the Detroit Borg, who I haven't heard from on YouTube for a long time, for like a year. Um, Don't know why, but he sort of disappeared, but he's still on Twitter. And he was saying, you know, the era of startups and companies making new phones and it's really exciting. is kind of over And I was like, you know, it kind of is. You still have a lot of people in the tech space like covering every new little phone and stuff, but it's really stagnated. It's not all that exciting. Everyone's kind of waiting for the next big platform, AR, VR, whatever. And, you know, one of the things, you've seen other people expand uh, their coverage. You know, MKBHD a few years ago started his autofocus thing and kind of got into it. You see Lou covering this a lot in Unbox Therapy, just cars in general, electric in particular. And uh, so it was interesting when I had somebody reach out Uh, and you know sometimes when people reach out it's from the actual company oftentimes if it's a very large company they reach out through an agency and when I say agency I mean like a major advertising agency instead of just like uh, there's all these little influencer agencies which I feel like are really small and I don't like working with them and oftentimes I don't um, because they're just really a pain really annoying Um, but the bigger agencies often get it uh, and when they are reaching out it's usually a very interesting opportunity and, and this turns out to be one of those. So I don't know someone's probably sitting there doing the math and they're saying, hey, you know electric cars really do have a lot of tech you know let's reach out beyond just the the usuals you know because there's a whole section of car journalists and car youtubers and stuff and influencers you might say. and I, I can see someone probably said let's reach out beyond that and see who else we can kind of garner some interest from, right? So there's sort of this game, this song and dance that always goes on whenever some new product or category launches. And apparently that math said, let's reach out to this channel. Hey, tech, daily tech. And, uh, you know, I'll just tell you guys some inside baseball here. A lot of companies that reach out to us in particular, our channel, they come to us and they're like, we know your audience maybe has more disposable income than other audiences because they're Apple focused and, you know, versus Android fans, you know, we just know the research is telling us uh, and our data tells us that you probably have customers with deeper pockets, which is not to say that everyone is rich that's here or that I view you guys that way. But often the companies do view people that way through the demographics. Anytime someone's going to do a deal with you, they're like, well, what are the demographics, right? They want to know the age breakdown, the country breakdown, anything that you can think of uh, that can be tracked, they often like to, to track, including potential income how do people know the income Uh, i i don't know it's usually through like surveys and stuff the google dashboard and youtube it tells you a lot it doesn't really break that down income but somehow uh there's a lot of information out there floating around about everybody but just from the perspective of hey apple gear tends to cost more than non-apple gear i think people just make that inference so they reached out and um what was interesting was We were like, you know, you know, I've been kind of wanting to get into uh, covering some car stuff for a while, which is not to say that I am not wanting to do Apple stuff anymore. I'm not saying that at all. Um, And yet I do want to expand, you know, my horizons a little bit. And I heard Austin um, talking to Sarah Seredici the other day on the uh, studio tour that she did on his studio, which he's tearing down and building up a new one. I think he's got a building now. And he's talking about, you know, hey, we have like a bunch of channels. And even my channel, Austin Evans, that channel, we don't even do like reviews and stuff anymore, really. it's He's basically, what it sounded like was turned it out into pure entertainment almost. And he said, we've started like six other channels and everything is like hyper specific now, like one just for PlayStation, one just for this and that and this. And and it's just interesting because everyone's going in these different directions. Obviously, MKBHD is still doing, um, you know, reviews, phones, stuff like that. But he's expanded a little bit. You know, uh, all the channels that you're familiar with from the last decade uh, are really they become multifaceted and have launched other channels and stuff too. And and even we do that a little bit, which I want to talk about in just a second. But I don't know. I don't know the full strategy or, or, or whatever. It just seemed like a good. Opportunity to do something new. Because on YouTube, for anybody out there that's trying to like get into this, or if, if you just find it interesting, you know, how does somebody run a YouTube channel? You know, there's things that you want to talk about. And and one of the benefits of being a YouTuber is sometimes like people reach out and are like, here's this opportunity, and you get access. Access it really counts for a lot. Even if access is just physical access to an event where other people can't get or a person for like an interview or sometimes a product and access um, sometimes just comes down to like who has the most money to, to buy stuff and cover it. That's access too that ordinary people don't just have, right? Cause anyone can just upload a video of the new gadget that they have laying around that they just bought. And, and maybe they'll get a lot of views cause it was a new gadget or something. But then what, you know, how do you make that sustainable? Well, access is a big deal. And, and on YouTube you have this chicken and egg problem. I remember a long time ago there were things that I wanted to cover and when the channel was really new, I'd reach out and be like, hey, you know, can you send me something so I can cover this? Uh and I, you know, just a loaner unit like anything. I just want to cover it. And you'd never hear back. It was like crickets because you just weren't big, you weren't established. They saw no previous coverage of that. And then ironically, as the channel was growing, I would cover something that I got. Let's call it a monitor or something. And then all all of a sudden, that same company's reaching out about a TV. Hey, we found your coverage of of our brand already. Can you do this next version? And it's almost like to get started, you have to kick things off yourself. You have to start the snowball rolling down uh, yourself rather than relying on somebody else to just do it. So it's weird in the sense that I've never covered anything car related before like this outside of CarPlay. And that could be how they found me actually now that I'm thinking about it um, out loud. Uh, But I've not really covered car stuff, electric or otherwise, gas. And so it's kind of interesting that they would come here and be like, hey, do you want opportunity To check this thing out. So the way that this is going to work is, uh, heading to Detroit, I'm going to get an hour with this thing. It's going to be stationary, uh, so I'm not going to be able to drive it or anything. I'll have access. Sometimes, you know, when you work with a company, um, sometimes they just provide someone for you to talk to. Other times, they're like, "Is there somebody in particular that you'd like to talk to?" And that's kind of more what this opportunity is like. So they're like, "You know, what what SMEs or SEMs do you want to talk to?" Whatever that stands for, I already forgot. It's just like. Experts in in a certain area. So, you know, if I want access to the designer of this car, I can talk to them, uh, or the person who's in charge of the technology, uh, I can talk to them, or the person who is in charge of the engineering can talk to them. So it's really interesting, and you know, it's a it's a cost in time and money to go and do something like this, especially if it's not the bread and butter of the channel. But it felt like an opportunity that I wanted to pursue, and just check it out, see how it goes. If nothing else, if the video doesn't do well on the channel, that's okay, because it's just gonna be fun, new, different, and I assume when this vehicle does come out, uh, people are gonna be really looking for information about it, and so if they come and look at Daily Tech and then discover some of the other stuff, you know, there's some overlap, oh, they're an iPhone user too, you know, that'll work out. I will say um, I have been experimenting with uh, the, the content, like the format on the channel, and probably some people have picked up on this, And by experiment, what I am doing is I'm kind of having like an anchor segment where I talk about you know whatever the headline of the video is and then having some other segments, almost more like a talk show format, although it's not really that. And the reason I'm doing that is because number one, it allows me to create more content in one go, like batch shoot some content, Uh, because instead of sitting down and filming like five separate videos, which takes a lot of effort, I can conserve some energy and just shoot basically five things and put it into one. And uh, I don't know, I, I could get to the point maybe. I'm just kind of seeing how things go, if I like it, if I can do it. I might be driving towards a point where I would do more of like a daily show, maybe. And this has been kind of a hard decision. Like YouTube, it always changes. Things are always changing. Shorts are here now. And I I've have I've got a short that when I uploaded it, someone was asking me, what do I think of shorts? The first short I uploaded, uh, it was about an iPad mini it was iPad mini tips or something I really liked it I, sh- I spent a lot of time like I, g- I got like it wasn't a phone shot video it was like with the best camera best lenses kind of scripted it out a little bit and I thought it was really cool and then got like 6,000 views and died well all of a sudden I checked again it's up to 100,000 views and must have got picked up by the algorithm or something I don't know it, but the problem with shorts is it's hard to monetize you're just not making as much as normal videos but TikTok's here YouTube's competing and, uh, it's just something that YouTube's going to have to deal with. I guess I'm going to have to deal with, you know, creators who are used to doing things a certain way. You're going to have to deal with in the audience. I see people, they're torn. I see other creators doing polls that are like, well, should I do look? Look, I did some, some shorts. Do you like it? And a, a bunch of people are like, no, you know, create a different channel. I don't want to see that. I'll unsubscribe and other people are like, no, it's cool. I like you and whatever you're doing, like I'm, I'm there for it. And so things are always changing, but, I feel like this is a format I could really get into and, and like. And I feel like I can't be held hostage. And I think I've talked to this uh, about this before. You can't be held hostage by whatever you've done before because things do change. And if you're just doing what you did before, which really is based on what other people did before, you know, then you're not really blazing a trail. You're not doing anything different. Um, and you can't do that because things die that way. Businesses die that way. If you guys end up liking it, I, I think a lot of people will tune out after the main content's over. But I was surprised over the last few videos how many people stay for the extra content and comment about the extra comment. Even the last segment, they're just, they're there. They're enjoying it, they're liking it. Maybe it's something they can put on in the background. But then I can also clip that stuff up. And for everybody that's just there for the normal content, you know, the other stuff can live on the Clips channel. And um, I don't know, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm just experimenting. So what's really different about it, I would say is that it's, you know, for the main segment, I'll try to get like some good footage and and, and stuff and and still keep it visually interesting. But for the other segments, it's much more talking head stuff, like just Chris in front of the camera. And so it's more about just having a conversation kind of than it is more like a hangout than it is like, let me show off these cool cinematic angles of stuff, which is very, very time consuming. From a business perspective, you know, uh, it's a very simple formula. More videos does equal more revenue. So there's that. And I have ambitions, you know, like, um, I, I do want to grow daily tech into a bigger company. I do want to start, um, hiring people when it comes with all these headaches. I know I've talked about that a lot on the channel. And so before I do any of that, I really want to dip in and see like, well, what would it look like to make more content anyways? And and with the audience mind, Will the audience care? Do they like it? Because I, I don't want to do something that the audience doesn't like either, you know, but also can't be held hostage by that either. Right. So we'll see how it goes. But I, I was able to put out three videos this week uh, with this new format, which means really like 15 clips of stuff. And I'm not going to clip up the, uh, the segment that's like the anchor segment for the main videos on Daily Text. That's just going to be exclusive there. Um, but I'll clip up the the clips and who knows, maybe I will revive the Apple hype channel that I started that has like uh, three or 4,000 subscribers. So a little bit of initial traction. I do do some more short stuff there or interview stuff there. I don't know. Um, I'm just in content uh, craziness mode. You know, I feel like extra productive with this format. So I don't know. We'll just see, but I would love your feedback on it. You know, let me know, are we on the right path? You know, I will add a little extra insight here to something I talked about on the channel recently, which was the iPad still not having an Apple design calculator and my thoughts on like, why are people freaking out about this? There's so much passion around this lack of a calculator. And at the end of that, I said, but my mind is open, change my mind. If, if I'm just not seeing the, the full picture here, let me know. And I got some interesting comments and I did want to talk about that here because people are like, number one, yes, there are calculator apps in the app store that are not Apple designed, but a lot of them, have ads. I heard that a lot from people for their feedback and they would rather have something that's included that's good that doesn't have ads. And number two, that they're expensive. Like the ones that don't have ads, they cost something and people, again, just want something free uh, that doesn't cost. So really the two things had to do with uh, money in one way or another. If it's free, someone's extracting value by showing you ads and that's not a good experience, which I get. And number two, there's people who just don't want to pay for it, which I can also understand, especially given, uh, you know, inflation and and just how crazy things are right now. So I wanted to acknowledge that and add some nuance into there and finish off that conversation. Um, So I do get it. I changed my mind a little bit. And especially like it's it's everywhere else, just include it. Uh, I kind of see it. um, I guess it's just not something that I use. And that's the funny thing about YouTube and life in general is, Everything is so individuated. I guess I'm lucky enough that when I create content, there's enough people out there who resonate with it or at least hear out my side of the view, even if they disagree, that they'll come and watch the video. There's so many different experiences out there and there's not just one way to do things. And uh, that's really what I like about being able to put out content is like it's really not one-sided like me just talking to people. I really like the conversational aspect and hearing how everybody else does stuff. Now, that said, I will say I'm a little bit uh, disappointed, number one, and a little bit um, frustrated that the latest video is not doing better, which is my Apple tour of the headquarters, because I had a video that was the tour of the visitor center from like three years ago out there that did really well. It was like I'm creeping up towards a million views. And, uh, you know, the actual headquarters, I finally got in there, and just people don't seem interested. And I don't know, I, that can't really be because the comments that are coming in on that are like, wow, I felt like I was there with you. I really liked it. Thank you for this. I'll never have access myself. So it was like being there and you know, people liking it, appreciating. it. I see the watch time and it's way, 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 way up. Right. But the views are low and there's just something about it. I played around with several different uh, titles, thumbnails, as much experience as I have on YouTube, I just can't crack the code sometimes. And I don't know, it's just, it's uh, languishing there. People are not clicking. And it's frustrating because I spent a lot of time on that, you know, Uh, and it's almost like sometimes these videos, the ones that you think are going to do good, don't. And the ones that you put almost no time into or whatever can just blow up and do great. It's so weird. But this is one of those ones that's like, man, I'd almost have been better off just not even making this thing. But I know that there were some people out there that really liked it. so I do appreciate the comments. Some people are like, thanks for making this. Sometimes that makes a huge, huge difference. I'm going to uh, end things off here because I've got a busy day, but I just want to check in and, and do the weekly hangout. Um, I do. Oh, oh! I'll tell you this. I ordered a cool new iPad accessory that's coming uh, soon. Well, it's interesting. It, it's, it looks kind of cool, but it's also like, I don't know if I would really want to use that, but I'm going to test it out, do an unboxing. Um, I know you guys sometimes like these quirky iPad, uh, accessories that I find and come up with. So I'm going to check that out. It's on order. Actually, I think it's on pre-order. It's not even quite out yet, but that'll be coming soon. So look for that. That's going to be fun. But I I just want to say, uh, right now I'm calling it like the 4th of July sale for here. I know we're we're a little early for that, but I want to give you guys a discount on some of the stuff that we have, uh, 50% off wallpapers for the next, you know, couple weeks or whatever. Through the fourth of july and also 50 percent off the cryptos um, for just a little bit because i know times are kind of crazy so if you already have some wallpapers and uh, you saw some others that you wanted some daily tech wallpapers here's a chance to get those for 50 percent off a lot of people are like hey everything's tanking with the economy you know all the markets are down not just crypto you know just stocks are down s p 500 like a lot of assets are going down and if you're you know a non-seasoned investor." This is like panic mode probably for you. You're like, wow, look at my retirement. This is like terrible. But the seasoned investors out there, they're like, you know, it's not all bad because, hey, things are kind of on sale and markets like to go up. And this is my opportunity to get this asset for a lot cheaper than it was a a month or two ago and uh, then watch it climb back up in the coming years if you're playing a long term game. So in any case, I'll link those things up for you and I'll put the coupon code in the description here of the podcast. Uh, so that you can get set up if you wanted either uh, some of the daily tech wallpapers or the crypto course, and and you just haven't pulled the trigger yet for whatever reason. So thank you for uh, watching, listening, hanging out, reading the tweets, checking us out on Instagram. Uh, You guys are awesome. And I'll catch up to you in the next one. Later.